Hey everybody, what is going on? This is your boy Christian Israel and you are tuned into the New Creation Capital Podcast. This is normally a place where we discuss what happens in the world today, the stock market, and yes, digital assets. I say normally because today is the Sabbath. It is Saturday and every weekend I love to talk about the scriptures. You guys know that I normally say this is the one-stop shop for you to get everything that you need for your day, for your Christ and crypto. Because Jesus makes you a new you by giving you a new future because in him you are a new creation. Today, however, we're going to take out the crypto and focus on just the word of God. Now, if you are new to this channel, pause, don't click off, don't walk away, don't change the channel. Take a second and give the Lord a chance to receive his word, to receive his word. You know, and if you got questions, write in the comments below. If you disagree, that's okay too. Write in the comments below. I'm happy to have a conversation with you to answer questions you may or may not have about the scriptures. If you are a normal subscriber and you're here every single day, you're here every single Sunday scripture, welcome back. I'm glad to have you. You know I like those amens in the comments. Thank you for being here with me. I appreciate you more than you know. Now, as you guys know, first off, before I continue, by the way, this is my third time recording this. I just got 20 minutes through the scripture to realize I wasn't even recording. <laughs> I look up on the recorder and I'm like, oh man, none of that recorded. So, and then the first time my neighbors were yelling and screaming and doing all types of things and I couldn't I couldn't even hear myself so I had to stop so this is my third time and you know we're gonna give this a shot and we're gonna record through here because it's interesting every so every Saturday I pray over my Bible after I make my cup of coffee and I pray about what is going on in the world I pray what is on my heart I pray what is on my mind and I ask the Lord to, to guide me with the scriptures, right? It's no different. Every weekend, if this is if you're here, you know, I pray and then I open my word. And today the Lord gave me two sets of scriptures. Two sets of scriptures. And what was really nice is when I looked at them, I go, oh man, it's just like a continuation of the other. It's like one long, if you didn't know, if I didn't tell you, you probably would think it was all one set of scriptures, all one set of verses, all from the same book. And actually, it's not. Is from two different ones. So today, the first one is from 1 John 5, chapter 5, verse 11 to 13. And the second one is from 1 Peter, chapter 1, verse 13 to 21. So lo, let me go ahead and read you 1 John first. And it goes like this. And this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. And the second set of verses, 1 Peter 
chapter 1, starting at verse 13 to 21. Therefore, now this is like continuing from 1 John 5 just now. Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not conform to the passions of your former ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. And if you call on him as Father, who judges impartially according to each one's deeds, conduct yourselves with fear throughout the time of your exile, knowing that you were ransomed from the futile ways inherited from your forefathers, not with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but was made manifest in the last times for the sake of you, who through him are believers in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. So I'm going to, what I want to talk to you about today is, I guess, a title or whatever we're going to call this sermon, called to be holy. We are called to be holy, that you are called to be holy. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pray here. And if you are driving, I know a lot of you listen to this while you drive. Uh, you're more than welcome to pull over, but... Don't, don't, don't bow your head while you drive here, okay? If you're working out, you're walking, you're cleaning, um, whatever it is you may be doing, take a second and stop and bow your head with me and please pray. Heavenly Father, first off, thank you. Thank you for the patience today. Thank you for the strength today. Thank you for the emotional intelligence today. Lord, I don't know what's going on in anyone's heart around me, but I know what you have called me to do. I know what you have called us to do. You have called us to love you, Lord, with all our heart, all our mind, all our soul. Lord, you have called us to love our neighbors as you have loved us. And Lord, you have called us to evangelize the gospel, however that path may be for us. It is different. But you have called us to be holy as you are holy. Lord, I don't know what that looks like on my own. I only know what that looks like from you. Lord, you give us air in our lungs. You open our eyes, Lord. You allow us, 
our hearts to beat, Lord. You allow us to function. And when we recognize that, we recognize your power and we recognize your strength and we recognize your love and we recognize your sacrifice. That is the beginning of us walking the path you have called us to walk. Today, Lord, I ask that you please continue to open our hearts so that we may receive the word that you are going to give us today. That the Holy Spirit comes and takes control of this whole situation, Lord, because you know that I'm already frustrated making this a third time to do this, but you are in control and you have something special today. Lord, I know you've got something special for us today. So let your spirit rain down on us, Lord. Let us receive your spirit. Let us receive your love. Let us accept your grace and accept your sacrifice. Let us drink from that cup of grace because Jesus drank the cup of wrath. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we love you. Lord, we appreciate you. We pray this in your son's beautiful and loving and powerful name. Jesus the Messiah. Jesus the Christ. Jesus your son. Amen. <sighs> Guys, I don't know if you've seen what's going on in our world today. I'm sure you have if you have access to ears and eyes it is clear the world is divided now there is no such thing as middle ground anymore I mean with God you know my stepdad told me this there is no on the fence with God you're either completely all in with God or not he says the devil owns the fence And that's something that's really always stuck out to me because the devil will tell you there are many ways to get to Jesus Christ. The devil will tell you there are many gods. The devil will tell you there are many trials, or sorry, trails that you have to, that, that you can take to get to Christ. And that all gods, all these religions are the same. That one life matters over another. That God doesn't cherish all lives equally. I mean, you heard one specific, you heard, we have, so those who listen overseas, we've got two main parties, uh, government parties, I can't think of the name. You got the Republicans and the Democrats here in the States, okay? And 
we have a pledge of allegiance and it goes i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and one public for which it stands one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all well one party last week took out under god instead just said one nation undivisible but did not it took out god like that to me that's clear as day one nation under god one world under god but not little g big g yahweh Adonai, Elohim, Jehovah Jair. There is one God, and there is one way to get to God. One way to get to heaven. But the scripture here, it says, I mean, it's pretty, pretty forward. And this is the testimony. Now we all have our own individual testimonies. There are people who have the testimony of a perfect life for them so far. And they just, you know, love Jesus since they were born. <laughs> then there are some people who have struggled their whole life. And then Jesus opened his arms and they came running in. Then there are people who loved Jesus, walked away, came back. Then there are people who never knew Jesus, then found Jesus, and then walked away. Oh, I pray for them the most. Because as, as 1 John says here, this is the testimony. This is the testimony right here. God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his son. His son's name is Jesus Christ. Jesus the Messiah. Jesus the anointed one. The king and the priest. Jesus Christ. Whoever has the son. Whoever has Jesus has life whoever does not have the son of god whoever does not have jesus does not have the son of life john who labels himself the one jesus loved i write these things to you who believe in the name of the son of god who believe in the name of jesus christ who believes in the name of the son of god so that you may have and know that you have so that you may know that you have eternal life. Once you know that you have eternal life, once you know that it is only one way, once you know that there is no other way to heaven, none, zero, zippity-doo-dah, there's no if, no ands, no buts about it. If you deny Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, or the Lord and Savior, the Son of God, According to the word, the holy word, the Bible, the word of God, if you deny that, there's only one destination for you. It is not eternal life. It is eternal torment. It is eternal, eternal pain, suffering, 
sorrow, gnashing of teeth, hell. You don't go up, you go down. I can't get any clearer that to you. Guys, there's this divide right now where the devil is lying over and over and over again and people are taking it up. Any nation, any person who denies God, any person who denies Jesus Christ, Jesus says, if you deny me to others, I will deny you to my father. Guys, one way and one way only, I cannot stress that enough. As I open the word and I just look at what is going on in the world today, the chaos, God is not a God of confusion. God is not a God of chaos. Yahweh is not a God of chaos. His spirit hovered over the waters. Then he created the sun. Let there be light. Let there be the stars. Let there be the animals. Let there be man in his image. He created them. You are made in the image of the God, Yahweh. All these other gods out there, idols that you worship or that you know people worship or the world worships, all of them come out of chaos. Their pitch is order out of chaos. There was nothing before our perfect world. There was God. God, God, God. In the beginning was God. In the beginning was the word, darkness. Then there was light. And all the other religions that honor false gods and false idols, chaos. Here, know that you have eternal life. And once you recognize this, once you recognize this, once you leave your chaos, once you leave your darkness and you see the light, you see Jesus, you accept Jesus into your life, you accept him into your heart, and you walk away from your idols, you walk away from the world. First Peter tells us here, therefore, Therefore, once you recognize Christ, therefore, preparing your minds for action, or when you are when you have prepared your minds for action by being self-controlled and or being sober-minded, and you put your hope or you set your hope fully on the grace of that will be brought to you completely, fully in the grace that we brought to you at the revelation, at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So once you accept the Son of God, once you understand that you have eternal life only through the Son of God, now, therefore, 
Prepare your mind for action. For action. Not just accept Jesus and then go about your day. This is what's going on in our world right now. If you are a true believer in Jesus Christ, can you just sit by and do nothing? Is that what you're called to do? Are you called to do nothing? Listen to the Spirit. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Are you called to do nothing? Are you called to sit by and do nothing? No. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Your spirit is eternal life. You're, you are going to heaven when you truly accept Jesus Christ. But now, therefore, prepare your minds for action by being self-controlled, by being sober-minded, by putting your hope completely in the grace. Jesus Christ, the scripture said, is grace and truth. There is not a split of more grace and no truth or no truth and no grace. It is 100% truth and 100% grace. I heard an amazing pastor say one day, 100% grace, 100% truth. That is Jesus Christ. Prepare your minds for action by being self-controlled, by being sober-minded. Put your hope completely in the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. At the revelation of Jesus Christ. What is the revelation of Jesus Christ? There's a whole book here called Revelation that talks about the end times. But what is the revelation of Jesus Christ? Now, if you don't know, 1 Peter was written in Greek. And the Greek word here for revelation can be apocalypto to reveal or apocalypse revelation apocalypto reveal now if we break apocalypto in two words you got apollo and calypto calypto means to hide conceal cover ana or apollo unveil uncover so if you don't have the grace and understanding of jesus christ you are covered the revelation is covered to you you can't i'm sorry jesus christ is covered to you you can't see him you can't understand him you are blind deaf and dumb to who the son of god is you are in the world you are conformed to this world your father is the devil. Your father is the enemy. Your father is the adversary. He used to be my father. But when I say Jesus makes you a new you by giving you a new future, because in him you are a new creation. You are a new creation now. Therefore, you have apocalypto. You have a revelation. You have calypto but reverse. Jesus is opposite of everything that the devil is. So if the devil is covering you and hiding everything that truly you are, Jesus Christ unveils that. 
akalipatos, uncovered, uncovered, apocalypto, revealed. So when people say the apocalypse is coming, do you know what that word means? It means the revelation is coming. The reveal is coming. What are we going to reveal if the if everyone's like a big war, the apocalypse? The apocalypse means to unveil something that's going to be revealed to you. And that's for people who don't know Jesus Christ. The apocalypse is for those who don't know Jesus Christ. It is going to be revealed that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, the Messiah, the warrior for us, the God, the only God, the big G, the big O, the big D, Yahweh, Elohim. Elohim, by the way, is plural. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Three in one. Jesus is God in the flesh. Holy Spirit is God in the spirit form. Abba, Father, is everything. Every ounce of all of us. Why do I say us? Because the scriptures say... We were created in his image. And then the enemy deceived us. Deceived our forefathers here. That's why it says forefathers. In our ignorance like our forefathers. We are no longer there. We have a new covenant. And as obedient children, do not be conformed to the former desires you used to to conform to in your prior ignorance. If you are now a believer and you truly accepted Jesus Christ, should you be doing the same things you were doing before? You should be sober-minded. If you still fit in with those of this world, I gotta ask you, are you any different? If you still fit in, now what do I mean? Am I saying what's going on in your heart? Absolutely not. I don't know your heart. I will never judge your heart. I am not God. I cannot judge you. But you will know a fruit by his actions. Right? Jesus says, the world hated me. How much more are they going to hate you? If they hated the pure, sinless son of God, how much more are they going to hate you? So does the world love you? By the way, the world is the enemy's playground. If you don't stick out like a sore thumb in this world, I gotta ask you, what's changed? Have you prepared your mind for action? Being self-controlled? Have you put your hope completely in the grace that will be brought to you by the unveiling of Jesus Christ? At the unveiling of Jesus Christ? Or do those people that see you say, oh, she's just a nice person. He's just a nice person. What makes you any different than the world? But as the one who called you, Jesus called you, God called you, is holy. You yourselves be holy in all your conduct. Not some of your conduct. 
all of your conduct. All of your conduct. That in, in, in Greek, right? Anastrophe is what that says here, okay? Conduct. That means your way of life. All of your conduct. All of your way of life. Now, does that mean we're going to be perfect? No, 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 no. In fact, I've been mad multiple times this week. <laughs> I've been upset. I've been worried. I've been stressed. I don't live a perfect life. But I'm called to be holy because Jesus takes away that sin and I accept his grace. Where I am weak, he is strong. But I do not purposely go out and try to fit into the world. My way of life should be different than those of non-believers. For instance, you who are a believer in Jesus Christ, are you going out and drinking with those who do not believe in Christ? Are you going to bars with those who do not believe in Jesus Christ and enjoying that whole night, partying with them all night? Do they see a difference in you? Do they, oh, that's cool, you believe in God, that's cool, man, let's go party. Are you any different than them? But more importantly, do they see any difference in you? You yourselves be holy in all your conduct. For it is written, you will be holy because I am holy. And if you call on him as father, you call on him as father, as father, as father. has father not the devil abba father who judges impartially who judges according to each one's work conduct yourselves with fear during the time of your temporary residence during your time of exile your temporary residence your exile from heaven your residence here on earth conduct yourselves with fear now this isn't fear like oh my god we're all burning in hell <laughs> like no not fear like that Fear understanding the power of God. And reverence to God. Being cautious with dealing with men. Not going and partying or going and living the life that you lived before you found Christ. But it should be different. You should have a fear of accepting men's ways. You should have a fear of understanding the true power of God. The first time that I understood the true power of God, I knew that I had fallen in love with my Lord. I knew I accepted him when I walked out. And I think I told my mom, Mom, I think I truly understand and fear God. Because I understand his power. And that he is my creator. And that I should be cautious with dealing with men. I should be cautious with dealing with men. I should not be easily deceived when dealing with men. I should understand that the word of God is true. All his word is true. Everything 
There is no on the fence with the word of God. The devil owns the fence. The devil owns the in-between. If the word of God is true in all its ways, why should I try to reason with the world? Why I am temporarily here on this earth, my residence, my exile. Because you know that you were redeemed from the feudal way of life. From the fruitless way of life. From the empty way of life. The word fruital here means empty. It means fruitless in Greek. Because you know that you were redeemed. You were redeemed. You were redeemed. Ransomed. Redeemed. God, Jesus, redeemed you. He went on that cross and redeemed you. He took on your wrath. He took on your sin. He drunk that wrath. He said, Abba, Father, is there any other way for me to do this? But if not, Lord, let your will be. I will drink and take this cup of wrath that I do not deserve. But this is what I have been called to do. You have been redeemed from your fruitless from your empty way of life that you inherited from your ancestors. That you inherited. Like you were born this way. You were born in your sin. We are in a fallen world. We were born in a fallen world. But you were ransomed. You were redeemed. Jesus loved you so much. That's the testimony. God loved you so much. God so loved the world that anyone who believes in his son, that he was raised from the dead after being sacrificed on that cross. That if you believe in him, you will have eternal life and you will not be put to shame. That is the testimony. You will ransom, you will redeem from your empty, your fruitless way of life. That you inherited but you were not purchased with silver or gold. It was not silver or gold. It was not 30 pieces of silver that Judas was paid to give up Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane. It is not cryptocurrency. It is not gold. It is not silver. It is not food. It is not anything else. It is with the precious blood of Jesus Christ, like that of an un blemished, unsinless, unspotless lamb. He was the sacrifice. He is the slaughtered lamb. Spotless in all his ways. Sinless in all his ways. He is the son of God who took on the wrath that you and I deserve. We deserve. I deserve right now. But by the grace of God, he gives us the truth that if we love him, we accept him. We confess with our mouths and believe in our hearts that he is the only way. There is no other way. He is the truth, the way, and the life, the eternal life. He is the only way. He paid our sin. He pulled us from that empty, that fruitless life, from the addiction life, from the empty life, from the darkness life, from the fence. He pulled us off the fence. The devil doesn't care if you worship him. He wants you on the fence. God pulled us off of that fence. He called you to be holy. 
He created us to walk with him in the cool of the day, in the Garden of Eden, in the new Jerusalem, the new city, the new earth, to walk with him on the streets of gold, in his presence, in his light, not to be burning in hell, not to be worshiping the devil or idols or riding in the streets or taking God out of the nation. That is not what God has called us to do. God knew you before you were born. Jesus was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but has been revealed to us. Revelation, apocalypto. He has been revealed to us in these last times for you. Jesus' revelation is the start of the end times. We have been living in the end times for 2,000 years now. Guys, this is the start. Now this is the beginning of sorrows. Jesus told us what is going on in the streets right now, in the world right now, the earthquakes, the weather, the famine, the pestilence, the lawlessness, the lack of God, the false churches, the false teachers, the false religions. He has revealed these to us in the last times. Jesus was revealed to you in the last times. For through him who are believing in God. So through Jesus, through faith, through the gift he has given us, who are believing in God, that Jesus was raised from the dead and that God gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. So that your faith and your hope are in God. And this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his son. Whoever has the son has life whoever does not have the son of god does not have life i write these things to you john says who believe in the name of the son of god so that you may know that you have eternal life and now that you know, prepare your minds for action by being self-controlled, sober-minded. Put your hope completely in the grace that will be brought to you at the revealing of Jesus Christ, at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And now as obedient children, do not be conformed to the things of this world. Do not be conformed to the former desires you used to conform to conform for when you did not know Jesus, when you did not know the Son of God, when you were in your former ignorance of the world, when your eyes were covered, when you were of the Father, the devil. But as one who called you to be holy, as the one who called you to be holy, you yourselves 
Be holy in all your ways of your life, in all your conduct, in the way you walk, for it is written, you will be holy because I am holy. If you call on him as father, if you call on the Lord your God as father, who judges impartially according to each one's work, everyone is judged by their own belief. Your faith cannot bring someone to God. Your faith can see that there is Jesus, but only they can accept the Holy Spirit. Only they can accept Jesus Christ as the one true God. You cannot, your baptism does not affect somebody else with their salvation. I hope you understood what I just said there. Each one is judged according to their own work. So conduct yourselves with the fear of the power of the Lord of God during the time of your life here. The fear that you don't want others to go to hell. You have to tell them your beliefs. You have to walk in love. You have to evangelize however God has called you to evangelize. But do not sit on the sideline. Do not let cancel culture scare you. Speak up. The Lord did not give you a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, of courage. Be strong. Be courageous. Have the law on your lips. Have the law in your heart. Walk in love. Because you know that you were redeemed from that empty life that you inherited. It's not anything you did. You were born that way. But now you were redeemed. You were rescued. Not by silver or gold. You weren't paid for that way. You were redeemed. You were rescued. The debt was paid by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Like that of an unblemished and spotless lamb, the lamb of God, who was here before the foundation of the world. There is no, I guess, what do you say? The evolution? It is God, then the world. God created the world. God created you and me. God created everything. In the beginning was God, then the world. Jesus was here before the foundation. And the plan was to reveal to you in the last times, in these days, guys, right now, in these days, Jesus is here to be revealed to you. Who through him, if you are believing in God, who raised him from the dead and give him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. You are born again. You are a new creation. Jesus makes you a new you. He gives you a new future because in him you are a new creation. Is your faith and hope in God? Do you know this testimony? Are you walking in the world? Are you walking the way you're called to be walk? Holy. Not empty. You are redeemed. Not fruitless. You have had the revelation of Jesus Christ. You are no longer blinded. You are no longer dead. You are eternally living in the presence of God. Do you know that? Do you know that? 
You should. If you really believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, and you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, you truly do, now is the time to believe that. Once the Holy Spirit comes into you, you it's like the biggest, best hug ever. I remember when I really had the Lord Jesus in my heart, I was on my knees and I cried and I cried and I cried and I cried. I could feel his arms wrapped around me, taking away my sin, taking away my shame, my guilt, everything. And he just hugged me right there on my knees. I had no idea what my future would be, but I knew in that moment, he was my redeemer. He was my God. If you don't know him, this is your chance to receive that hug, receive that love, that receive the Holy Spirit. I cannot do that for you. You have to do that though. You have to take time and say, Jesus, come into my life. Jesus, come into my heart. Jesus, take over my spirit, Lord. You are mine and I am yours. I want to live that fruitful life. I want to live that life that is no longer empty. I want to be redeemed by you. That is your relationship. It is not a religion. It is not Jewish. It is not Muslim. It is not Catholic. It is not Pentecostal. It is not anything. It is a relationship with Jesus Christ. Only you can form. No one can form it with you but you. You are called to be holy. Will you accept that calling? Or will you let Jesus' sacrifice go to waste? For all flesh is like grass and all its glory like the flower of the grass. The grass withers and the flower falls off, but the word of the Lord endures forever. This is the word of the Lord, endures forever. Guys, thank you for hanging out with me today. I appreciate you. I hope that you heard what the Lord has for you today. Oh, this was good for me to hear the Lord speak. I knew a third time. I had no idea this is where it was going to go. The Lord is in this place. He is with you. Don't let it go to waste. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. This is the end of the episode. I think it's episode 176. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. Please share this. Share this with somebody. Please share this with somebody. If you share it, let me know. Introduce them. Do your work. Anyway, guys, that's that's it for today. I am your boy, Christian Israel, and you are tuned into the New Creation Capital Podcast. This is the place where we discuss what happens in the world today, the stock market, 
and yes, digital assets. This is the one-stop shop for you to get everything that you need in your day for your Christ and crypto. Because as I love to say, Jesus makes you a new you by giving you a new future because in him, guys, you are a new creation. Please remember, God loves you. I love you. You are loved. The devil owns the fence. Until next time, guys, peace and love. God bless you all. Later, guys.